Hello and welcome to Relentless Pursuit. This is episode one. And I want to take us on a journey, not only through what I believe Christianity is and, and, and what God has imparted into me, but I want us to start a journey together on this walk of life. I think God is 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 doing something really good and like great in this generation that 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 we've seen the Asbury revival and, and, and stuff of that sort. And so I felt like if we are receiving this revival, then we should have that that determination or or that hunger, that desire to learn about what God is wanting us to learn. And I have this conversation over and over again. Like if if people don't know what to do, know in a sense how to be a Christian, how are they going to be a Christian? Because it's more than just loving God and that. Nothing else matters. But it's also about order. It's also about discipline. Now, I'm not saying being legalistic. But I'm saying your relationship with God is a constant pursuit after him that has these limitations. Has these barriers. And I've learned this through a lot of mess ups, a lot of struggles, a lot of hurts. Now, I'm not saying I know more than you, and that's why we're starting this journey together. And so welcome to Relentless Pursuit, episode one. And so we're breaking down um, salvation in these first three episodes. And this one, so far, God has been really like pushing me, you know, and he's been really pushing me in the sense of 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 learning, really being just exposed to to why he died on the cross. And so this episode is called Why the Cross? You know, and so I'm going to start with this verse. It's in John 19, 28 through 30. It's in the NLT version. It says Jesus knew that his mission was now finished. And to and to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there. And so they soaked, talking about the Roman soldiers, a sponge in it, put it on a hyssop branch and held it up to his lips. And when Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. See, that in itself is already powerful. And this is talking about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. This is our Lord and Savior. And he died a sinner's death for us. And if you know anything about sin, um, what sin is, is it's the thing that is the barrier between you and God. When sin came in the world, we were then separated from God's presence. And the only thing that could bring us back to that communion with God is um, the blood of a lamb. In in the law, they had to sacrifice lamb, lambs. Lamb? Yeah, sure. Um, they had to sacrifice lamb. Uh, and their blood would be their atonement for sin. But then we have this new covenant, which it could start after the the death or resurrection. I personally believe that the new covenant started at the Last Supper because Jesus said, this is my new covenant, which I am giving to you. But you can have your opinion. 
Uh, uh, but he gave up his spirit for us. He died for us to have a relationship with us. And this new, new covenant is a covenant that he is the lamb. He got the, the receipts for all our sins. Everything that I've done, everything that you've done, he's got the receipts. And he ripped those bad boys up and threw them in the ocean. The Bible says he threw our sins into the ocean of forgetfulness. And he co covered our sins, even as bad as they are. He covered them. And so that's where we're kind of starting today. And so what is the cross? Why the cross? The cross is a declaration to hell that God still loves us. That God still loves us. It's a declaration to hell that God still loves us. In life, it requires two deaths. One where if you're not saved or not um, a believer in Christ, your first death is your flesh, where you literally die and you are buried six feet under. And then you go to heaven and you see the, the judgment seat of Christ. And he says, depart from me. I never knew you. And you are then cast down to hell and you are dying to your glorified body. And you are then you know, going to be in hell. Or for believers, then you have this other two deaths that are almost identical in a way, but reversed. Where you have this first death, where you are dying to your desires, dying to your will, dying to your, your uh, uh, in a way, your beliefs. Because you want to be alive in him. And so you're dying to yourself and you're getting baptized by water and by spirit. And you are being then a new creation. You are born again. You are born again. And so that's your first death. And then your second death is your little six feet under death. Um, and so in that, we see that the cross significance is that through death, God is exampling to us what we need to do. We need to die so that he can live. We need to die to our flesh, die to ourselves, die to our desires so that his desires may reign whole in us. And, and, and guys, look at it. Guys and girls, I'm not trying to uh, push some agenda like, go, 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 go. Sometimes God, he's going to tell you something and tell you and tell you and tell you you're going to be stubborn. And you aren't going to always do what he wants. And that's the thing is that God dying on the cross covered that. And so you go to him, you ask for forgiveness, and you, you, you are then washed away. It's not legalistic. It's not some boom, boom, boom set of rules, set of laws that you just can't break. He is a God that loves you. Now, granted, his grace has limits, and eventually his grace is going to run out. But while this grace is here, I'm not saying take advantage of it. But I'm saying use it to overcome your flesh. And so the Bible says that Jesus went to hell and took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And so I was, I was um, researching this and, and, and came upon, like, why would Jesus have to go to get a keys? This, wouldn't this mean that he's not all-powerful or doesn't have all authority? Because, and, and then the Lord spoke to me and he was like, well, yeah, I, I didn't have all authority. I gave it to you. I gave it to man. 
and we're just going to expect God to, to just, you know, do everything for us. And so he's saying that when he when when Adam was when he first made Adam, he gave him authority and dominion over over the earth. And what happened? That sin that blocks us, our relationship from God, our source of power, our source of authority. We kind of just gave it up and put and severed it. And so we then gave that authority to the enemy, to the devil. And I know this is heavy for a first time, first episode. But the thing is, I want you to understand that not only did man mess up, the story doesn't finish there. Not only did, did, did man give up authority, but the story doesn't finish there, that there is a greater story, and that story is his testimony. And the testimony that Jesus sent his son who he loved, or, or, or God sent his only son who he loved. To die for a sinner to turn them into a saint. To die for somebody who's not worthy, who's not, who can't even, who, who falls short of his glory. And the only reason we can enter into his presence is because he allows us to. And so he went to, he went to hell and he, he took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And so and then he came back up and, and he read, rose into heaven. And the, and the first reason why he did this is because, one, he needed to have all authority and he needed to have uh, uh, the, the right hand of the father. It, it, it signifies the authority of God. And so when he's raised to the right hand of the father, it's not him literally sitting at the right hand of the father. It's him being raised up to authority of the father. It's not that they're two different people but he's putting on the glorified body that he was promised. And that glorified body is the Father and is the Holy Spirit. They are, they are one. And so that was first, is that God was calling him to the right hand of the Father. Second, is that God wanted to impart grace, so he needed to break the limitation of law. So the, the Bible says that God did not come to, to, to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. What was the fulfillment of law? Well, I, 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 I mean, in the Old Testament, you had to sacrifice a lamb. Well, this lamb, the Bible says, it was the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. And because of his blood that he laid down, because it was pure and holy that he laid his blood down, that he then cleansed us and, and covered us, and now we have been imparted grace Grace is a thing that we overcome. Grace isn't a permission slip to sin, but grace is the power to overcome sin. And so we get these things twisted and we misuse them and we manipulate God's grace. But we can't manipulate anymore. And that's why we're going to teach. This is why we're going to dive deeper into the word. And the third is because the only way we were to be saved the only way we can be saved is by dying. And if we don't die, then we don't see Jesus. And I'm not saying literal death. If we don't die to our desires and come up a new man, being a new creation, new creature in Christ, 
if we don't die to our will, then we can't see Jesus because we are living in the flesh and God is spirit. And so what he did was he went to hell, grabbed the keys, and he gave us the ability to die to ourselves because we couldn't die before. So he gave us the ability to die to ourselves because he gave us these keys. He said, I know you gave these up before, but you know what? Here you go. This is an example of my grace and my mercy. And so, the only way anything spiritual enters this world is through something physical. And so imagine this, imagine this, imagine a, a, a doorway and you got a bodyguard. Look at you're at the club. But the club is Jesus Christ. I'm just, it's an exclusive club. You have to be born again. But there's a bouncer and that bouncer is us. We are the bouncer to the doorway of heaven. Not in literal heaven upstairs with Jesus Christ. No, but the, the doorway of heaven is because is, the Bible says that I have given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven in Matthew chapter 16, I believe. And we are part of Peter. So, so and it, not getting into that right now. So we are, because we have been given the keys to the kingdom of heaven, we aren't this bouncer that allows things from heaven to come in or shuts things from heaven to come to, so they don't come in. And because we have this ability, we also have the ability to open the door to the gateways of the enemy. Um, and so uh, that's why Jesus had to take on flesh, put on flesh, and so that he could die for our sins because the spirit could only enter into the physical through flesh, through man, through body. Uh, so, I mean, we, we, look, there's a few times where I've been talking to people and, and they're like, Nate, why, why does, does God put these things in my heart where I want to know him, but I have these desires to do something different. Like, I have these desires to go drink. Am I still, am I still, can I still drink? Can I still smoke? Does that mean I have to stop hanging out with my friends? If I give my life to God? And I'm like, listen, it's not about you giving up something to be with him. It's about you being with him. Want, means that you want to give these things up. Because you want to be with him so much. You're like, I don't need anything else. He's a God that consumes you. He's a God that consumes you. I just want you guys to know that, that the Lord is here not just to bless you for his hand, but he's here for your heart and his heart. The cross is, is, is vertical first. The, the length is vertical. But it also has another piece to it. That is horizontal. The vertical is the restoration between you and Jesus. 
you and God. The horizontal is the second commandment, second greatest commandment, which is love your neighbor as yourself. The horizontal is so that we can also have a connection with people. There's a reason why every time man wanted to leave God, they would always fall into sin with others. Is because when our relationship with God isn't right, then that means our relationship with man isn't right. And so with why the cross is because we, we needed the grace to overcome this sin. And we needed the love so we can love each other. Uh, I just think God is so good for that. And I thank God for that. And I want God to do great things in you. I want God to do miracles in you, signs and wonders. And the message about the resurrection is, or the message about the crucifixion is restoration. And the message about the, the resurrection is sanctification. And so right now we're at a crossroads. Do you want to dive deeper into God? Or do you want to turn away? And it's the same opportunity that, that Adam and Eve had um, in the beginning. Do you want to eat the fruit? Or do you want to walk with God in the, in the midst of day? And so um, I want you to know that the cross broke down this wall where you could tap into the spiritual and be like, Sha-da-da-da-da-da. and you could really develop your relationship with God and have this supernatural encounter. Like, I'm not trying to say that God is this genie in a bottle, but what I'm saying is that God is, is God of love, and because He loves you so much, miracles, signs, and wonders will happen through you. That blessings will come down. That because you have these keys, because you have this opportunity, because you have this doorway in front of you, I encourage you that you continue to pursue after God with all your heart. That's why this whole podcast is Relentless Pursuit. Because we are pursuing after Him. But just as we are pursuing after Him, He's pursuing after us. And that's the message of the cross. His pursuit for us. I remember feeling broken in my life. I was broken. I was lost. I, I struggled a lot of things. And when no one was, it felt like no one was there. I had Jesus. When I when I felt like I was lost in my and and almost like stuck in mud, like I didn't I couldn't get I couldn't move. I know Jesus was there. When suicidal thoughts were 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 there, when depression was there, when anxiety was there, when even lust was there, pride was there. These things were there. But so was Jesus protecting me. So why the cross? Because God wants a relationship. And I wouldn't be here today without the cross. I wouldn't be uh, even, even allowed to, to come into the temple. The Bible says, come into the gates with thanksgiving, your courts with praise. The gates are on the outside. And the courts aren't even in the in, in the the, isn't even the good part because it goes to the gates the temple then we got the holy of holies and because we're coming in this first section of, of gates with thanksgiving 
we thank God for what he's done. And now we go into the courts with praise. And we praise God for who he is. But when we get into the Holy of Holies, we're going to be like the angels saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is yet to come. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. So why the cross? Because the cross saved me and it saved you. Because I don't know what I would do in this life without Jesus. Jesus is my Savior. And I want, I want to leave you with one more thing. Because I think this is, is, a, is a good um, entry point to our next lesson. And it comes from the book of John, chapter 12, verse 20, 24. It says, Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies... It remains only a single seed, but if it dies, it produces many seeds. In order to get the abundant life, we must die. Jesus' Jesus's purpose to come to this earth was so that he could die. Because he knew that the only way for, for Christ to be, be declared, that this is the year of the Lord's favor, you are anointed is that if he died, and so that he could impart his spirit into 120 in the upper room, and that 120 would then spark a revival of 3,000, and that 3,000 would then spark a revival of 5,000, and that 5,000 would then spark a whole nation. And then we have the, the Corinthians, then we have the Ephesians, then we have the Romans, then we have the, 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 the um, Thessalonians. We have the Colossians. We have nations being given to Christ because this one man who died on a cross for our sins was able to. And because of that, he loves us. Because of that, you, we know that he loves us. And so wherever you are today, I want you to know that you're not alone. You're not alone. One, you have God. First and foremost, you have God. Second, this podcast is here for you. This is not here for me. So no matter the time of day, if you want to DM, Relentless Pursuit, you're more than welcome to. And we have a team that will pray for you, that will love on you, and we will get you plugged into a church if you are not. We have churches all over the Valley of Arizona and even Texas. So just let us know, and we'll get you plugged in to uh, someone that is able to help you, disciple you, love on you, pray for you. And if you want the message notes, trust me, there's so much more that I did not go over. That I wish I did, but at the same time, I feel like God wanted to just speak to the heart. And in fact, let me let me leave you with this because I know I, I mean, whenever somebody says they're closing, they're really not closing. Um... <laughs> There is this thing that was written above Jesus on the cross. And it read, King of the Jews. And it was something so crazy because God was speaking to me about this. And this man that was named, uh, well, he wasn't named. This man that was Pontius Pilate, he was 
in charge of governing the Jews. And he, you know, they brought the Jewish leaders brought Jesus to him. And they were like, we want him dead. We want him crucified. And Pilate was like, I see no wrong in him. He was like, you have a choice here. A murderer or this man? Isn't he your king? And one of the Jewish leaders, the chief priest, was like, we have no king. Our king is only, only uh, Caesar. And then when he was on the cross, Pilate is the one that wrote King of the Jews. Because Pilate identified who he was. And the thing so beautiful about it is, is that he wrote above him King of the Jews in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. And so there is no limitations to knowing Jesus and knowing who Jesus is. It is in every language, every ethnicity, every background, every culture. If you want to know who Jesus is, your first stop is to look at the cross. And your second is to pursue after him. That is our job. To relentlessly pursue after God. There is no limitation to knowing him. And when you get to know him more, you'll feel like you know him less. And when you get closer to him, you feel like you're even further away from him. Because he is endless and eternal. And so thank you. I want to thank you for uh, listening, watching. Um, our notes will be on the YouTube comment section. Please like and subscribe. It does so much for us and it does so much for the podcast that we can spread this word. Um, and if you're all listening on um, Apple Podcast or, or even Spotify, DM us on Instagram at underscore Relentless Pursuit and we'll send you these notes. Or you could just you'll look on YouTube page. But we want to interact. We want to talk to you. So just DM us um, and we'll get back to you. We have a team that is ready. We're here for you guys. And so I want to thank you. Uh, I want to thank God for this opportunity. Remember, pursue after him. This is our relentless pursuit. Thank you.